right. Well, who's ready to get into the Word tonight? <laughs> I am so excited to just open up the Word with you all and share just a message that I really feel like is going to be transformational for us tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Acts 28. Acts 28. We're going to take a look at the Apostle Paul and uh, a situation that he faced in Acts 28. So it says, After we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all. But it had begun to rain, and it was cold. Feels like western Pennsylvania, right? Uh, When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because uh, because of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the native people saw that the creature was hanging on his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer. They thought he has escaped from the sea of justice and has allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. I want to talk to you for a couple minutes tonight about shaking off some stuff. Shaking off things that the enemy would want to try to attach itself to, to really uh, hinder us from moving forward into the things of God. And this is a very uh, practical message, but if you can take heart of it, you're going to really experience freedom, I believe, like never before. That There's things that the enemy wants to get in. He wants to uh, attach himself to our lives in ways. You know, uh, Paul had come through a shipwreck. He had come through many hardships. He had gotten to the island of Malta, and, and now this viper had come out of the wood and attached himself to him. And, and I love this because it says that, that Paul shook it off. He just, he just shook it off. Like, it wasn't even a thing to him. And, and I want to talk to you tonight about that, about shaking things off in our lives, that, that really walking in victory, that things that would want to try to attach themselves to us, things that would want to try to hold us back, things that would want to try to poison us, that we actually have the power through Jesus Christ to shake them off and, as if it never even happened to us. So we're going we're gonna to talk tonight about three areas that we can learn to walk in victory uh, over that the enemy would love to try to get in. He would try to come in and poison us try to dilute what God is doing in our lives. How many of you know that, that you know, if the enemy can't get you to sin on big things, he'll try to get you to do uh, little things to compromise. He'll try to get you to give in to maybe offense or emotions or bitterness or maybe I'm just going to compromise a little bit here or a little bit there. And, and I want to talk to you tonight because we're not going to be women of compromise. We're going to be fully on guard for what God has for us, that we're going to continue to to just thrive in the things of the Lord. And if there's any areas that the enemy would try to come and and poison us or or try to attach himself, we shake him off in Jesus' name. We say, this is not our portion. We're we're not going to have this in Jesus' name. But But it comes from being quick to recognize those things, to being strong in the spirit, that whenever God is doing something, that we're aware of it. And when the enemy tries to come in, that, that we are quick to recognize it and, and shut the door to anything that he has in our lives. Amen? Amen? So the first area that I want to talk to you about is the area of our emotions. The area of our emotions. Because if we're not careful, the enemy will come in and he'll play on our emotions to try to get us to compromise to try to get us to uh, give in, to try to give us to give in to our flesh. Colossians talk, talks about giving way to the, the old man versus the new man. And it says we, we have to put off, we have to 
on purpose put off the old self. That, that it's not something that naturally comes to us. We have to be awakened to it. We have to say, you know what? I know that there's something that's coming against me that's the old self. Uh, I was just having breakfast with my dad and my husband this morning, and it was funny because he was, he was talking about all the amazing things that I've done. He's like, yes, like I was so wrong. I was Catholic, and, and he didn't want me to go into the ministry, and he was like, you were so right. And so he was, he was talking about all the good things, but then he was like, but, you know, he's like, you, you did so much right, but let's talk about the areas that you messed up. And, and I was like, oh, man, like, why do we even have to go there, you know? And my husband's like, yeah, but thank, thank, for, thank God for the grace, you know? Uh, but, but how the enemy always does that to us, always does that to us. As, as we're uh, advancing in the Lord, he wants to bring, bring to light the things that we messed up, the things that we didn't get right. And, and I just want to encourage you not to play into that. Don't let your emotions give way to that. Don't let yourself line up with the, with the old nature. You know, I think about uh, the Bible, and, and it talks about that we have to purposely take off the old self and put on the new self. And if we're not careful, see, we're a spiritual creation, and we have a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, and we have our body. And if we're not careful, our emotions will line up with that old nature. Our emotions will line up with the, what the enemy uh, has done or will do in our lives. And, and it's an it's a, it's a unsafe place for us to be because we are actually giving life to that. And so to realize, you know what, my emotions don't have control of me, that I'm spirit-led. It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter uh, what time of the month it is. It doesn't matter what that is in my life. I am a spirit-led woman. That means it doesn't matter, uh, you know, what, what I might want to do or want to say, but the spirit of God leads me into all truth. And when you learn to do that, there's a, a divine grace that overtakes your life. There is, there is a, an awakening that comes from your spirit that says, you know what, I am not going to be uh, soul-led. I'm going to be a spirit-led woman. I'm not going to be led by emotions, but I'm going to let my spirit control all things. And I love the, uh, David in, in the Psalms. It says this in Psalm 42. It says, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in the Lord, for I will exalt and praise him. And David here, he's saying, you know, if you read the Psalms, sometimes I'm like, David is like bipolar. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, what the heck? Like, uh, we believe in, in the word of faith, and, and I read through the Psalms. I'm like, David, could you please get your act together? This is really confusing to me. Uh, and, and David here, he's, he's going through like a moment with, with the Lord, and he's like, you know, my soul, my emotions are wanting to feel one way, but, but he overrides it. And I want to talk to you about overriding your emotions tonight, Over, hitting the override button on your emotions and saying, you know what, I'm not going to give in to that. I might feel down, but that's not my portion. I might feel uh, anxious, but that's not my portion. I might feel discouraged, but that's not my portion in Jesus' name. And that's what David did. He said, why are you downcast? He learned to separate. The Bible says the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It goes between the soul and the marrow. It goes between uh, our spirit and our soul, the Bible says. And it gets in there. And, and that's what David did. He said, you know what? Why am I downcast? Oh, my soul. I will praise the Lord. And he started to dictate to his soul 
what it was going to do. He started to dictate to its emotions how he was going to feel. And I just want to encourage you today, if you get up and you feel like you're in a funk, you need to dictate to your emotions how your day is going to go. You need to not just give way to that thing, that it's going to be a bad day. It's just a bad day. You know, uh, you go to the grocery store, you ask the, the, the lady who's checking you out, how's your day going? Ah, you know, just getting through life, you know, just doing what I need to do. No, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That is my portion. And I don't care what I feel. I don't care if I feel down. I don't feel, I care if circumstances are telling me that things shouldn't be good. I will praise the Lord. And that's the, that's the declaration that we need to have as women of God, that our emotions do not lead us, that the Spirit of God leads us into all truth. And when we are awakened to that, there's something vibrant that happens within us, that the enemy doesn't have a hold on us anymore, that he can't play with us anymore, that he can't dictate us anymore, he can't uh, manipulate us anymore, that we say, no, you know what, I am a child of God, and today I will walk in joy, I will walk in peace, and that will be my perfect portion, and nothing can take that from me, and that's what David did, he said, why are you downcast, my soul will praise the Lord, and so sometimes we need to just direct our soul into praise, we need to say, you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna praise, we're gonna have a moment of praise, it doesn't feel good, Maybe your situation looks bleak. It looks, it looks like things aren't going to work out. It doesn't matter. Praise the Lord in that moment, and you're going to see a divine turnaround. Our portion is not depression. Our portion is not anxiety. Our portion is not, uh, you know, feeling upset. Our portion is peace, and our portion is joy, and you can walk in it. And I'm telling you today that that is something that is available to you if you, if you say, you know what? I'm going to override my emotions. I'm going to override every feeling that I have, everything that the enemy tries to come and tell me that it's not working out, every uh, lie, every uh, false imagination. You know, the enemy's really good at painting false pictures, amen, of saying, you know what? If your life just looked like this, or if you would have made this decision, or, or you know, you, you really messed up, you could have done it this way. And, and you need to just take authority over that and say, no, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, my, my future is good. My portion is good. And, and cast down every vain imagination that would exalt itself against the word of God. And so that's our portion as women of God, that we are women who take and override our emotions. Amen? Amen. Amen. Number two is this. We override the natural, the natural, the things that we see every day. And let me just tell you, ladies, Sometimes this is hard because we're praying for things and we see things not lining up. We're like, oh, God, we get up every morning and we pray, and then we see the same old thing playing out in our lives. And I want to tell you today, if you're going to be women of the Spirit, if you're going to be women who shake off some stuff, it's going to take you overriding what you see in the natural, not giving way to it, not playing into it. That's not, that's not the, the portion. That's not the the uh, transcript that we need to feed into. We need to, to really see in the spirit what God is doing and then let that become our most reality. That we say, you know what, that's what I see and that's what I'm believing God for. And I want to take you to John really quick, John 20. There's a, a scripture that I want to bring out to you today about the women in the resurrection
In John 20, it says, Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and she saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples who were there with Jesus, who, whom Jesus loved, and said to them, "They have taken the Lord of our. T- uh, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have taken him." So Peter went on with her, the other disciples, and we see here that she she started to cry, and Jesus appears to her in verse eleven. It says, "But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and she wept and stood and looked into the tomb." And she saw two angels in white sitting there where the body of Jesus had laid, one at the head and one at the, at the feet. And he said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away the Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, he turned around and saw Jesus standing, and she did not know uh, that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Why are you seeking? And I love the scripture because... It's a great picture of not seeing the natural. So Mary here, she's, she's really upset. She's distraught. She's at the tomb weeping uh, because she doesn't know where Jesus is. She doesn't, she's seeing things in the natural. And Jesus appears to her. Jesus appears to her. It's like, woman, why are you crying? Why are you weeping? You're not perceiving what I'm doing. I'm actually here resurrected in your midst. And, and you know, if we're going to be women who shake off the natural, who really walk in the supernatural, we have to learn uh, to, to really steward our faith. And, and, you know, I love this scripture because uh, he's saying, why are you crying? Why are you crying? I remember uh, not too long ago, my dad, he was in the hospital. You might have heard me share this story before. And, and I was uh, with him, and the doctor was sharing report after report. And me being a woman of faith, I'm like, yes got this I got this and, and and my whole plan was as soon as I get to the car I can't let him see I can't let the doctor see but as soon as I get to the car I'm gonna like have an emotional breakdown like the report was not good and I was trying so hard to be strong in the moment and 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 so that was my plan so I get to the car and and I start and and I just start crying I'm like okay this is my moment I can let myself cry and the Lord spoke to me he said, why are you crying out of that scripture in John 20? I'm like, what? Like, do you not see, Lord? You heard the report. Like, I'm going through a moment here. And, uh, but, but I felt like the Lord was saying, like, you have an opportunity to either choose faith or you can choose the natural. And, and, and in that moment, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is a real moment. Like, I really have to steward my emotions. I have to steward the natural because in the natural, like, I'm feeling it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, the doctor's reports are not good. I'm like, oh, dear Lord, like, I just need a moment. And, and, and the Lord was saying, look, if you want to go that, to that place, that's fine. But you're actually choosing to align with the natural. If you cry in that moment, that's fine. But you're actually choosing to align with the natural. And he said, you know what? You need, I felt like in my spirit, you need to turn on some praise and worship music. And you need to thank God. For the miracle that's already in process. You need to align with the supernatural. And if we're going to be women of faith, we need to align with the supernatural. We need to stop giving in to natural circumstances. When you're praying for something and it doesn't look like it's happening, don't align with it. Don't allow your emotions and your feelings and your, your words to align with that thing. How many times can we allow our words to just align with whatever's happening in the natural? Oh, they're never going to change. They're always going to be that way. That's just the way it is. Uh, No, 
We need to align in the supernatural and say, you know what, I might not see it yet, but in, in Jesus' name, I'm choosing to praise him ahead of time. I'm choosing, to, I'm choosing faith in this moment. I'm choosing a supernatural report over what's going on in the natural. And when you do that, you're shaking off. You're shaking off the things that the enemy wants to put on you. You're shaking off the doubt, the fears, uh, the, the reports that the enemy wants to bring to you. You're shaking it off, and you're saying, no, that's not my portion in Jesus' name. I'm going to walk in victory. I'm going to walk in victory. And don't you know that not too long after I turned on praise and worship music, I got a call from the doctors that things had turned around. And so I started to say, you know what? I'm going to start to look at things through this, the, the scope of faith. If things were going to turn around, what would it look like? Would I be worried right now? Would I be crying right now? Would I be upset? That's what Jesus said. Woman, why are you crying? Why are you upset? Like you're not perceiving what I'm doing in this moment. And, and, and as women of God, we need to get to that place of, you know what? Yeah, you know what? It might be easy to align with the crying. It might be easy to align with, oh, this is just the way things are. But choosing faith and saying, no, I'm going to step out. I'm going to choose faith in this moment. I'm going to align with my emotions and my actions, uh, that they're not going to align with, with, with the natural, but they're actually going to align with the supernatural in my life. Woman, why are you crying? And, and so really uh, stewarding our lives for faith, for the supernatural, to see God move. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're not going to be women who are moved by our emotions. We're not going to be women who are moved by the natural in our lives. And we're not going to be women who are moved by anything other than the Lord. Uh, the third point is this. We're not going to be moved by opinions of man. <laughs> opinions of man. Come on. Come on. Galatians says this in 1.10. It says, For I am not seeking the approval of man, or am I seeking the approval of God? For I am trying to please man. If I were uh, still trying to please man, then I would not be trying to please God. I would not be a servant of Christ. And so Galatians is talking here about the, the struggle between pleasing man and pleasing God. And, and really understanding that if we're going to be women of faith, it doesn't matter what man thinks. That there's something that, that switches in us that it, it doesn't matter. I don't know about you, but when I turned 40, there was a switch that went off. They say your 20s, you're trying to, to make everything nice. The 30s, you're trying to approve, uh, get people's approval. And 40s, you just really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it was such a nice space. So even if you're not in your 40s, just like move into that space of just not caring what people think. And, and realizing that people aren't thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. <laughs> so... so so really understanding that and saying, you know what, I'm going to be a woman of faith. I'm going to shake off what other people think about me. I don't really care. Most of the time, people are projecting on you that they're not actually even uh, concerned so much with you. It's, it's a projection of what they're going through that's actually coming out against you in your life. And, and if you allow it to, it will attach it, itself to you. It will hold you back. That other people's insecurities, other people's failures, other people's uh, heartaches will actually attach themselves to you in a way that will poison you and keep you out of the perfect will of God for your life. There's a moment in your life where you have to say, like Paul, I'm shaking it off. I don't even care. This thing's not going to affect me. I'm just, I'm letting it go. 
I'm letting it go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what people might uh, misjudge me, misrepresent me as. I serve an audience of one, and that's Jesus Christ. And when you come into that freedom, it's a liberating thing. That you say, you know what? It doesn't matter what, what friends, what family uh, might think of me. I'm living for Jesus and him only, and he will be the one that I answer to. And so really shaking off the opinions of man, shaking off the burdens of man, uh, shaking off what people might think of you or, or, or the things that they might judge you as, not, not even letting that have a space in your head. Just like Paul saying, you know what, I'm, I'm getting rid of this right now once and for all. I, I don't care what other people think. I'm going to, to continue to just serve one and one alone, and that is Jesus Christ. And as we do that, there's a freedom that comes that we say, you know what, I'm going to walk in the path that you have for me. You know, the sad thing is not everybody wants you to win. Not everybody wants you to win. And, and in this space, I hope you find a group of ladies who do cheer you on. But, but outside, you know, not everybody is for you. So it's realizing that and, and saying, you know what, I can't give in to that because other people might be projecting uh, their, their insecurities on me. They might be projecting their uh, failures on me. They might be projecting things of their past on me. And that's, that's not who I am. I am a new creation in Christ, and I'm going to live for him. So really being free of that is a huge thing. It, it's going to allow you to have a new space to really thrive in who God has called you to be uh, and, and to really walk in that in that place so so we're not going to be women who are given away to other people's opinions to other people's judgments to other people's failures that's not who we are we are new in christ and he has set us apart for a good plan that we are going to walk in and and so when we thrive in that we see that god is doing amazing things in and through us amen